uh, the international community very concerned about the ramifications should Russia take any kind of action in terms of invasion. Let's go live to Washington, D.C. Our correspondent uh, joins me now live, Simon Marks, with the very latest. And you've got uh, words on uh, what the uh, Secretary of State is saying. Yep, absolutely. The statement that we have been waiting for from the uh, U.S. State Department confirming that that all-important telephone call between Secretary of State Antony Blinken and the Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov has now taken place. Uh, this statement coming from the State Department's spokesman Ned Price, uh, it says that the call was a follow-up on the U.S. written responses to Russia's security proposals. The Secretary of State emphasized America's willingness bilaterally and together with allies and partners to continue a substantive exchange with Russia on mutual security concerns. He further reiterated the U.S. commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity, as well as the right of all countries to determine their own foreign policy and alliances. And the statement goes on, the Secretary of State urged immediate Russian de-escalation and the withdrawal of troops and equipment from Ukraine's borders. He emphasized that further invasion of Ukraine would be met with swift and severe consequences and urged Russia to pursue a diplomatic path. And that's it. That's the uh, totality of the State Department's readout of this phone call that took place within the last hour uh, between Secretary of State Antony Blinken and uh, Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister. What that statement lacks, of course, is any uh, readout of what the Russians said to the Americans. We are likely to get that uh, in the hours ahead from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Moscow. So far, they haven't put anything out regarding this call. But also, what is notably missing from this State Department readout is any suggestion of next steps. No indication in this uh, that uh, Russia and the United States have agreed to any further meetings any further discussions. We don't know whether there was any talk uh, of a summit meeting between President Biden uh, and President Putin. The State Department and the White House have indicated uh, over the last week that there would be no U.S. objection to a leader-level uh, conversation if the United States concluded, uh, along with its uh, Russian uh, counterparts, uh, that it was worthwhile holding that kind uh, of a conversation. So, uh, all eyes now on Russia for their version of this particular call. I suppose to some extent all eyes on Kiev to see how the Prime Minister gets on with the Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky and also very soon all eyes will be on China because uh, Vladimir Putin will be attending uh, the opening ceremonies of the Beijing Winter Olympics at the end of this week and then holding a summit meeting of his own with President Xi Jinping of China yesterday at the United Nations Security Council, China came out uh, and offered the Russians more backing uh, more publicly than they have done previously over uh, the Ukraine dispute. Professor Angela Stent, a former advisor to NATO uh, and a former State Department official, uh, spoke last night to LBC's Tom Swarbrick. She's a professor now at Georgetown University uh, and she does not necessarily think that an invasion is immediately 
currently in the offing. I don't think it's imminent. I don't think anyone thinks anything's going to happen, at least until the first phase of the Beijing Olympics is over, and that would be February the 20th. I think the Russians are not de-escalating. They're making us wonder about whether an invasion is imminent. If you think about it, they have all, us all sort of dancing and traveling around. Look at all the visits between the U.S. President, uh, Secretary of State. You know, you, we've had all these visits everywhere, and we are dancing essentially to Putin's tune. He set the agenda, and we're responding. So I don't think you know there's any incentive for them now to invade and then invoke, you know, possibly very large sanctions. In other words, Jim, right now, Vladimir Putin has got the United States and the West exactly where he wants them. So why would he immediately do anything that might change that dynamic? Thank you very much indeed. The live update from Washington, D.C. Simon Marks there. It is 347.